0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale everybody we are so excited for you to join us today on Rooted Deep and this is a podcast with Reba Bowman that's me and Allison Hale that's, that's you me. yeah that's you <laughs> and uh, we're if you're just joining us uh, maybe you're new to the podcast we want to just say welcome we're really glad you're here uh, this is a podcast about exactly what it what our title is it is about rooting your life in things that are going to produce success in your life and uh, Psalm 1 is our key uh, text verse for this. Um, so yeah, this is a Christian podcast. We're going to talk a lot about Jesus and we're going to talk a lot about the Bible. And if that's not your thing, um, maybe you stumbled on here, stay a while and see if it's not good. Uh, see if you might hear something because it works. It absolutely works. So we've been talking for the last few, uh, few, a few weeks here, a little bit about these disciplines, Allie, or these, and we, you know, and we, I hate that word because it's an immediate
1: turnoff, right? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to hear the word discipline. It's like, I'm done with school. I'm not a military. Forget it. I don't.
0: But what we mean by that is these are just areas in our life that are necessary for Mm -hmm. us to flourish. Right. Yeah. They're necessary for a successful life. The Bible teaches us that, but they require us they don't just come naturally they require right. us to kind of buckle down and be intentional and i love that word a lot
1: right and i think last week we learned the word perfunctory because we were talking about <laughs> bible reading and yes. not being and how everybody approaches bible reading maybe as if it is a discipline then yeah. it's come it's 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 formed into a habit but then it's taken too far into something that's just automatic mindless just yeah. you know, sit down and read a chapter, and and we want that's. I think that's why an intentional um, pattern in our life. You know, that's why you know they call it a discipline because it is something that is just kind. Of, well, if we continue to grow and, and make it uh, a habit, right. then it it's going to be not automatic, but it's going to be something that's just part of our daily life. And I think that's what we're talking yeah. about when we mention the word disciplines, because it's Absolutely. just going to be something that is automatically a part of our lives. It's not something that's a question of mm. do you, or do you not? It's more like, how is, how is that going in your life, especially with Bible reading from last week. And then this week, we're talking specifically about the spiritual discipline of prayer.
0: Prayer. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us pray when we're panicked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the whole world prays when they're panicked. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, you know, people who don't like total or total atheists, they're like, oh God, where are you? Know, <laughs> I didn't think you believed in him. Um, but when we're panicked and when the world's falling around our heads, um, everybody throws up a prayer to somebody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, um, and, but for, for a believer, for somebody who's following Christ, the beautiful thing about prayer is that we don't just throw it prayer for us. is not a Hail Mary. Right. Uh, in the last second, as we hope as we're going down and if this doesn't work, we're Mm -hmm. in trouble. That's not prayer for a believer. Prayer for a believer is a conversation. Yes. Yeah. And it's a conversation that we get to have with God, which is such
1: an unbelievable, Mm -hmm. cool thing. It's so, prayer is so much more than me just you know it should be more. I say it it is so much more because that's God God created this this kind of a two way obviously two way communication communion fellowship. Yeah. conversation, listening, hearing, um, it's so much more than, and it should be so much more than me just saying, Oh man, I hope I have a good day today. Dear Jesus, help me have a good day. Dear Jesus, help me to make it to the next exit before I run out of gas, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Right. Or let me find the front row parking place, there you, you know, or whatever it is. You know, yeah. I do think that, I think that many times our, our prayers, if they're not panic, mm-hmm. are pretty, are, can be really shallow.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. and
0: it's, it's, it's kind of, I think sometimes our prayer life can look, we can treat God like a glorified ATM machine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, God do this. Would you do this? Would you do that? Would you do this? Would you do this? And instead, what I'm hoping today's conversation is going to point us in a direction of is this wonderful joy that comes from this conversation with God. I mean, you know, when you're sharing, when you think about it, it's just an incredible thing. Um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff in the news lately about uh, the Queen of England and about, uh, you know, all of the all of the princes and all of the problems and all mm-hmm. of the drama that's happening just, right yeah. now with with uh, Meghan Markle and, and the whole deal. It's just all, you know, that's been in the news a lot lately. But I, so I saw this little side thing about getting a meeting with the Queen and what that mm-hmm. looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can't just go follow them. Right. Buckingham Palace and say, Can I have a meeting with the Queen? That just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, and I she, tried. Yeah, did you <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she takes very few meetings these days, right? right? Yes. Yeah. And so for somebody to have a meeting with the Queen would be a very rare and a very special thing. Uh even if you don't you really care, it would be still a cool moment. So right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and all and you know, I think Instagram and stuff like that is full filled with people who have these cool moments where they get to meet people that they think mm-hmm. are are famous
1: Uh uh-huh are inaccessible
0: yeah yeah you know and inaccessible all of a sudden there they are and you get Mm in this moment to be able to take a picture or you know to say hello or to get an autograph so how much more how much should that set us in the tone of how amazing it is that the god of the universe Mm -hmm. has provided an open door of accessibility to us right absolutely all the time and and in fact he says as Mm -hmm. my child would you come You can just come. I want you to talk to me. I want you to bring your burdens to me. I want you to share your thoughts with Mm -hmm. me. I just, let's just come. And in this place and in this time of me and you conversating back and forth, your life will be changed. And I know that has what has drives me to prayer so Mm -hmm. much is that God has shown me what he does in my heart and my life as a result right. of praying, as a result of
1: praying. Um, we're in a time right now that I'm praying for something personally um, for the ministry. And I've, I've, and my, my prayer life has not, it is, it is not as consistent as I think it should be. And mm. especially when we're talking about specific things for the ministry and I know I need to be praying more. And so I'm right in the middle of a 40 day, wear the t-shirt that, you know, that, that promotes this project. And I'm wearing this t-shirt every day because I look at it when I look in the mirror or when I put it on or in the daytime, when I'm like, I'm wearing the same thing I did yesterday and the day before and the day before, of course I'm washing it, but it's helping me throughout the day, pray more for the project and kind of keeping, and I'm, I'm really in the, in the middle of trying to develop a deeper, a deeper pattern Mm-hmm. Um, of prayer and conversation, um, because some of the best praying is, you know, is when you're just on your face. And I know our mm-hmm. friend Joy just talks about getting on her face, on the floor, mm-hmm. just praying so she can concentrate yeah. on just on just uh, talking. But that access that we have to the throne, that bold access that we have yeah. to the throne, you know, because of, because of our, um, our salvation in Christ Jesus is what God is asking for. He mm. commands it. Absolutely. Um, but it's because again, he wants that, ta- he wants that time and that, and that communion with us. And so instead of seeing it as a one way, I'm going to get this, I need to pray for this. Yeah. I didn't pray the right words. I didn't pray, mm. you know, in the right order. It's more of a, it's more of that two-way, that two-way conversation that I think is so important when it comes to praying.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes, especially in my early, you know, I, I grew up um, for those of you that might not know, I grew up in a very a very Christian bubble environment, okay? So, you know, my parents were believers. Then I went off to Christian school. Church was one of the first places I went as a child. So, I mean, I just grew up being inundated with words and prayers and thoughts about prayer. Um, but there was a probably some an idea that I caught that, that prayer was more like a grocery list, right? You know, I had this prayer list. Now, let me just say right ahead of time before somebody freaks out, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying throw away your prayer list. Okay. That that's not what (laughs) I'm saying. So hold with me for just a second. But the idea that I always just come to God and I've got this list and my job in prayer is to just run down through this list with God. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. So, you know, here I go. There's, okay, God, I'm yeah. done with my list now, and we'll see Hit you send. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and as I grew older, um, I began to find in my life, that there was this, I needed God so desperately. Mm -hmm. And I remember a season of my life, you know, talking about getting on your face. I remember uh, we used to laugh about just sucking up carpet fibers because I can remember a time in my life when I was just so in such a desperate place. Mm -hmm. I needed God to do something in my life so desperately. And I remember it was a time of, it was like tears would fall and sometimes anger would be there mm-hmm. and it was just all this mixture of emotion, but it always involved me just on my face with God. Yeah. Um, and there are seasons of times mm-hmm. in life when it looks like that. Yeah. But I don't want people to think, Mm -mm. you know, that if I can't pray unless that's what it looks like. Right. Yeah. There are postures to prayer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm on my face. Sometimes I'm on my knees. But, you know, sometimes I'm riding down the road in my car. I'm in the shower um, because there's this idea in Scripture that pray without ceasing. Yeah. Many times people will be like, what in the world does that mean? You know, and I don't. I think in general, what it means is that there is no time like the present to be talking to God about whatever right. it is that's mm-hmm. going on in your life right now. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, Lord, help me keep my mouth shut right mm-hmm. now before I say something I regret, or God, or, give me wisdom. Mm-hmm.
1: Or here's how I'm feeling at this moment. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 God, this this just happening as, especially as you're driving down the road or or thinking about, you know, your day or thinking about the way things are going and have been going. And just that conversation, hey, I'm as if you, as if you were in front of a friend saying, hey, I'm having a bad day and it's because of this, yeah. and this, this, I'm asking for wisdom, I'm asking, you know, you know, and then and then quiet your spirit because those conversations, that kind of outpouring in prayer kind of quiets your spirit to allow you to begin listening mm. to what's going on. You talk about, you know, being raised in a Christian, you know, in a Christian environment. And I remember there were several warnings. It was almost like warnings, Of preachers, don't pray this way, don't pray this way. And one of them was, um, you know, from James, if you're praying for the wrong thing, or if you're praying in the wrong way, you're not going to get it. And it's almost like, I always felt like stifled because I had to pray this and this and this, (laughs) but don't say that, but say that, you know, and it was like, and it was very stifling. And I think the other prayer that we were told we were warned against, you know, was from Psalm 139, search me, oh God. And, Mm. and, and, and everybody's like, and I remember a preacher saying, um, don't ever ask God to search you because he, you're going to, you're going to find things that you don't like. And I was, and for years I was like, I really want. I feel like I need to confess or I feel like I need that there's yes. some, but I'm afraid to say, search me. Cause I don't want to know. But first of all, um, that, that's a, such a beautiful verse and such a beautiful yeah. prayer because yeah. that's what gets you back. And that's what God is saying. Hey, come to me, let me mm. clean up whatever's wrong. And then you and I are going to have some wonderful fellowship again together. And it wasn't, that was kind of a paradigm shift in my own prayer life because mm. I was, you know, and there you're told, and then don't for, don't pray for patience. These are all the, right. you know, don't pray. And it's like, don't <laughs> pray for patience because things are really going to get bad. If you, yeah, if you pray gonna
0: for God's going to pour it on you then if you pray for some- patience.
1: Yeah, and we've, our, yeah, all these formulas, and and so it was really yeah. frustrating to finally come to a come to a point to say no, and finally somebody opened opened it up and said no prayer. And I think it was a college professor that was like, no prayer is a conversation, continual conversation yeah. with with the Lord um, in your spirit, no matter where you are.
0: Absolutely, and I think you know it's sad because we've so we so don't know who God is. Mm. Because, you know, and we say all these crazy things or people say all these crazy things and not understanding that God is, he loves us so much that he's made this access mm-hmm. and, and he calls us to come. And he refers to him, you know, he says, I love it in Matthew. It says, if, if a, if a, if a earthly father knows how to give good gifts to his children when they come and ask if they came and asked for a piece of bread, does he give him a rock? Well, no, of course he doesn't. If he comes and says, dad, I'm hungry. I'd like some fish. He doesn't give him a snake. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if an earthly father Mm -hmm. who's imperfect knows how to give good gifts to his children, what do you think your heavenly father longs to do for his children? And so I think that I think sometimes we just get this wrong idea of God, which affects our idea of prayer, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's almost like, okay, I either get, you know, I'm having this conversation like this with you, but then all of a sudden I go I to prayer stifled. and I become, I become very formal and I use right. words I never use. And, <laughs> and, you know, and, and it's obvious that we we do talk to a holy God. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not a fan of the man upstairs or, or a very casualness to God. Right. I'm not a fan of that, no. but what I, but what I am a fan of Is saying, all right, Lord, I'm your daughter, and Mm -hmm. I'm coming to you like a father, and I'm coming to you and saying, this is where I'm at. This is where my heart's at. And then allowing God to speak to me and direct me Mm -hmm. um, and give me that peace that I don't Mm -hmm. have at the moment or joy maybe that I'm missing or a calmness, sense Mm -hmm. of steadiness that I'm not having right now. And, you know, it's what God longs to do for us in those moments of prayer yeah. So the question
1: is, do we pray? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And in, uh, in 1 John 5, uh, 14 and 15, and this is the confidence, you know, mm. remember that come boldly. And this is the confidence yeah. that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Even it's not he's going to give it to us. Just the yeah. fact that he's saying you have the confidence to come and pray and you know the the, the, the promises that he will hear. Yeah, and sometimes we just need that. we just need a listening ear. Um, my husband yeah. sometimes he's sitting in the living room, and I, I'm talking and talking and talking. I don't re- I realize that he's actually playing chess on his iPad, and I'm like, "Do you even hear what I anything? Right. Did, did yeah. you hear what I said at all? You know, kind of a situation. Yeah. <laughs> that's not thankfully. That's not um, that's not our prayer life because the confidence no. that we have that we can approach the throne. And then he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we ask that we have asked of him. And so it's just that confidence that prayer is not going to be ignored. It's going to be heard. And and then and then he's going to he's going to be responding in his will.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's this beautiful picture in the Old Testament of the tabernacle. Mm. And as you go through the pieces of the tabernacle, you get to the altar, the golden altar, which sits right outside the Holy of Holies. Mm -hmm. And this golden altar was, the priest would put incense on this golden altar. And there was a a flame on that and it burned continually. And the incense was added to that and it filled, it filled the holy place with this beautiful fragrance, okay? And if you study that and you study scripture, what you find is that was a replica of the throne of God. Because the Bible says in Revelation that when we look at the throne of God and we get this, that the prayers of the saints are on the golden altar before Mm -hmm. the throne of God. And so what I love about that imagery that God has painted for us in his word is that, Our prayers are before him, like sweet Mm -hmm. incense, like day and night. our prayers are before him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so obviously those are, they're important. Um, And so, you know, maybe today you're listening to this and you're like, you know, yeah, I I really would like to pray more. I would like to know how to pray better maybe. Um, And so I think one of those things is maybe we can help Allie with giving some just Practical ways to get started with prayer. If you're over here praying for your food and throwing up Hail Marys in a panic moment, and that Mm -hmm. is what your prayer life consists of, then I want to encourage you today to start and begin to move in another direction of prayer. Um, And we're just going to maybe toss out some things here in conversation, you may try some of these, you may not, some may work for you, Mm -hmm. some may not work for you. But, you know, I always think of a pattern Mm -hmm. of prayer. And it's the fact that like, I love starting, like when I start my day, I have this pattern of prayer. And, um, you know, it's, I've talked about it quite often, because when I get in the shower, I actually pray on the armor of God. Okay. It's, it's a great, so I just connected a habit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do take a shower to putting on the armor of God, because yeah. it so makes sense because you're right. talking about the helmet of salvation and, you know, so you're talking about, all these things. well, there you are just, you know, you're scrubbing and, you know, getting ready for your day, getting cleaned up. So it's a really great reminder always for me when I jump the shower, I'm praying on the armor of God mm-hmm. and it's a mm-hmm. great way to start my day, not in an hour's, prayer vigil in the morning, right. but just Lord. Okay. I recognize I'm insufficient. I recognize I need you today. Yes. I, my, you know, I recognize, I don't even know what I'm going to face today. Mm-hmm. So I need to be armed. I need to be ready because I, I know that, that I have enemy and an enemy would love to destroy my life today. So it's those recognition points, you know? Um. So, you know, w- you know, what about you, Allie? Are there things like in your day that you just kind of
1: Yeah, it's um in in my in my case, it's one of those things. I it takes me a very long time to wake up, and so uh, it's uh, when I I finally I'm finally awake. Uh I've had coffee and everything. And and first of all, I do it's the thankful for the coffee. That's the first thing I thank God for every day. Um, but then you know, as you're going to work, it's that surrender. This day belongs to you. Yeah. And love that. you know, and especially and kind of dedicating that. Um, and I actually pray more. Um, Sometimes I might even forget to pray for my food, um, you know, because whatever the schedule takes, but I never, I always have to surrender as I'm, as I'm going into the workshop and as I'm walking up the stairs, I always have to say, you know, Hey, this day is dedicated to you. It belongs to you. I can't Mm -hmm. do this without. And so it's, it's, it's a very kind of a quick, you know, it's Mm -hmm. almost like a, a pep talk, Um, Me and me and Christ, you know, before before hitting the day, because, you know, at the workshop, it's a very short, quick day, but a lot has to be done. And if it's done in my own strength, it's not going to work and it's going to fall apart. And um, and so that's what that's the very first thing. And then, you know, my other my other time of prayer is after everything's gotten going, then I can take a minute. I have a chair in the workshop that has been dedicated for I'm sitting and I'm praying and, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, at home. I get so distracted. There's so many things going on. I have sure. dogs now, you know, and puppies yeah. and things are going, but there, the time in the workshop where I'm upstairs, there's this chair. I got it. It's a, it's a, it's, I don't know if even you've, you've seen it yet. It's very comfortable chair. It's my, and, but it, it sits low. Okay. And as I'm, as I'm just kind of seated in the corner looking out um, but i can i can just kind of concentrate on not only what's going on in my heart but what's going on you know in the workshop and in mm-hmm. my home and then downstairs is the church so i can pray for the church and so it's kind of like i'm in it's almost like a headquarters um for you. that because i'm connected to everything that's important for everything that's important to me my husband's office is downstairs you yeah. know everything is so close and so it's kind of um kind of the central hub for me for my prayer time and so that's kind of been a habit and a pattern that I've been, I've created, um, once mm. the day gets started and you're right, it has to be a pattern. It has to be mm. something that, um, we don't want it to be mindless. And I think some yeah. of the, so we start off praying and then halfway through, we're like, wow, I'm sorry. What? And I, and I go yeah. back, I'm like, God, what was I, what was I saying? I don't even remember, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, um, but at the same time, it just that having a place that, you know, and you can concentrate and say it's this is me and you time God and, and and everything that's important to me and you is right here concentrated. So that's my that's my spot.
0: I love that. I think so. We kind of pointed out that sometimes it may be a, you can associate it with a habit that you do every day. Brush your teeth, get in the shower, whatever it is. But then Allie's talking about maybe there's a place. And I love that. Um, there's just a place that you have that you can gather and just say, OK, this is my place in the mm-hmm. word. Uh, this is my place with God in my time of prayer. Um, and I think that's so important and uh, such great things. The the bottom line is pray, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and there are things that I ask God for every single day because he tells me to like, you know, if James says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. So that's a part of my things that I'm asking God for. Lord, I need your wisdom Mm -hmm. today. I need your strength today. I need your help today. I need, you know, and so kind of asking the Lord to produce the fruit of the spirit in me, Right. Or, you know, you live through me today. Don't let me be me, because yeah. if I'm me, it's going to be a disastrous day. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, those are things uh, maybe you can just glean a little bit from mm-hmm. something that we've said today. But the bottom line is we need to be praying because we need God. God knows what tomorrow holds. He knows what today holds. Right. He knows what we need to be ready for. He knows the attacks that are coming at us. God already knows all these things. And so he sits in a place of not just authority, but he sits in a place of knowledge. Right. And and so how foolish would we be to do our lives without it. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know,
1: <laughs> and so I think sometimes prayer ends up it it has a I feel like it it always has it needs to have a start, but I don't feel like it should have an end. Mm, um, like we are we are very uh Reba and I both are are Baptist to the core and we always say in Jesus' name Amen. And then right. we always know where the when the prayer's <laughs> over because either something happens. You either get out of the shower or you get or you start eating sure. Or you go driving, you know, my, my granddaddy yeah. and I used to, um, we would always pray before and we still do. We always pray before we, um, before we get on the road anywhere, you know, in Jesus name yeah. amen, start the gas and we're going. Yeah. Um, and there are several friends of ours that actually don't say amen, at the end of a prayer. And I think it's a beautiful picture, even though it's hard for me because I'm like, is it over? Are we, stopped? Are we stopped? Right. You know. But it's such a beautiful picture that the, the prayers yeah. always have a beginning, but yeah. you're continuing that, mm-hmm. that moment, whether it's, you're still sitting in your chair or whether it's, you're still driving and you're just quiet. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the Holy spirit is still, he's either still interceding and translating all of your jumbled thoughts, you know, yeah. um, or, or, He's beginning to 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 you know enlighten with that knowledge and wisdom that you just asked for, um, you know. And so I'm I still have the habit of in Jesus name, Amen. But yeah. um, I do try to continue to stay in that moment for just a little bit longer um, to you know to to mm-hmm. allow it to continue, even when yeah. I get up. You know, I'm still kind of in that moment of prayer. And I think um, as frustrating as it is for a Baptist girl not to finish a prayer, it's really helpful um, to know that as I'm continuing my day, um, I still have that attitude of prayer.
0: Yeah, you know, I, do, I love that. And, you know, one last thought here to connect uh, with last week and this week. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times when I was st- first starting my own devotion life, where I was reading my Bible and praying, I compartmentalized them. So I got Bible reading, prayer, mm-hmm. So I read my Bible, got done with that, check, close the Bible. Now I got over here, pull out my list, zip, 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 and I'm done. Mm -hmm. And one of the most revolutionary things I was, and I'm so glad I learned this maybe in my late twenties, but I wished I had learned it so much earlier is I start when I open my Bible, it's, I understand that this is a two way conversation. God is going to speak to me through his word and I'm going to talk back to him in prayer. And so I, I, when I open my Bible, I start that conversation, Lord, Thankful for your word. Help me to, to learn from you today. And then now as I read, I may be in the middle of a verse and go, Lord, yeah, I did not, I didn't know it yeah. was in there mm-hmm. or, you know, Lord, oh my word, that would hurts, Lord, yeah. you know, yeah. or Lord, I'm really sorry. I yeah. don't look like this. I don't look yeah. like this. I don't. And so there's this constant conversation in scripture while I'm reading I'm talking to him about what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. That has, nothing has changed yeah. my devotional right. life like that right there. Absolutely. So, um, so finding a place to pray, mm-hmm. a time to pray, a pattern of prayer, praying all times, asking mm-hmm. God, um, so important. Don't throw your list away, but yeah. make sure your prayer life is more than a list. Yes. Uh, make sure you see God as more than a glorified ATM machine mm-hmm. that you run to, to get what you hopefully you want. Um, and just hopefully maybe some things today that just really is, is going to excite you about your time in prayer. Uh, but I would encourage you, you know, just find a few minutes and get with God. And as you read his word and just begin that conversation and then take that thing with you, as Ali said, through the day uh, with that constant attitude and heart of prayer knowing that in any that god is always there so you could always turn to him right away well ali it's been good you got anything else
1: uh, you're just dying to add before we close this thing out today no i'm I'm actually excited to get back into uh just praying you know (laughs) just i want to start over i want to start the day again
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Start all over. Well, man, we hope you got something today. We hope this is an encouragement to you. And uh, we we often like to say this, but if there's a way we can help you, uh, you can feel free to reach out to us. Our contact information uh, is listed in the, in the descriptions and uh, of the podcast. So feel free. You can reach out to us. We'd love to, we'd love to know how we can pray for you. And we would love to be able to help you in any way that you're just uh, looking to grow in your own life and become more rooted deep. So until next time, we're looking forward to next time we're going to talk about stewardship. So do not miss the next podcast because it's really going to be good. All right. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org. And Look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.